Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 186. When there's a plot twist, remember, there's the next scene where it all comes together. And I was thinking about the title for this when I was reading another chapter from Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act, A Way of Being. Again, this is um, the book is in the show notes uh, in the recommended reading list, so you can you can go in there and find it. But I'm going to read a quick, small paragraph from Rick Rubin, and I thought this was very applicable because he's talking about the fact that, you know, things happen. And we can attach ourselves sometimes to the story of what's happening. And we can stay stuck and stagnant if we're not careful when things happen. And obviously, you know, I'm very careful about saying good things, bad things, because they're just experiences. And we tend to take the highs very high when we have good experiences, and we take the lows very lows when we have bad experiences. So how do we remove this kind of the highs are really high and the lows are really lows. Well, we can learn a, a sort of detachment, if you will, <clears throat> from being able to zoom out into the bigger picture that's your life. Okay, um, something unfavorable is happening in this moment. You didn't see it coming. Or maybe you did and you just wanted to avoid it and you didn't want to deal with it. Instead of looking at it as like staying in that energy, you can look at it as uh, the story of your life. Like, oh, wow, usually... When there's a plot twist uh, and there's a loss, the hero then has something great that happens in the next scene, right? A comeback, uh, a rethinking of how they do things, um, you know, newness, right? There's so much. And so I'm going to read this, um, this two, these two pages and I'm going to dissect some of it with you guys because you know how I do it. Uh, but I really thought it was worth sharing with you guys. And this uh, particular chapter is called Connected Detachment possibility. Consider detaching from the story of your life as it's happening. The manuscript of the novel you've worked on for years is lost in a fire. Your romantic relationship breaks up when you thought it was going well. You lose a job you care about. As hard as it may seem, seek to experience events like these as if you're watching a movie. You're observing a dramatic scene where the protagonist faces a seemingly insurmountable challenge. It's you, but it's not you. Instead of sinking into the pain of heartbreak or the stress of being laid off or the grief of loss, if practicing detachment, the response might be, I wasn't expecting that plot twist. I wonder what's going to happen to our hero next. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there. I'm going to keep reading there in a minute. But well, actually, let me just this next two sentences. There's always a next scene. And that next scene may be one of great beauty and fulfillment. The hard times were the required setup to allow these new possibilities to come into being. If you can take a pause when a very tough thing happens, more often than not, if not, I'd almost, I'd almost wager that it'd probably be 100% of the time, it's a setup for the, the next thing in your life, the, the bigger thing in your life, where you're supposed to go. And in fact, and it's a very hard thing to sometimes uh, internalize uh, or, or create a different perspective, but you may not have left that situation that even seemed comfortable and good, 
but greater needs to come. And, uh, you know, and I've referenced this this time uh, before, but I'll, I'll give you an example. I remember when I think I've told you, this, you guys this before, right? I was consulting uh, with several businesses at a time, uh, brands doing all kinds of digital stuff. I made all kinds of people and companies and agencies, everybody come together. And I'm on a plane coming back from New York after a successful website launch that, you know, garnered millions of dollars in sales uh, leads for the, the client. Um, it's a very, very big brand. And I'm reading this book and I know I've referenced this before and it was like, you know, in the book, it said something about you're the average of the five people you're around. And I thought about all of the people I was around professionally and it scared the, the shit out of me because I didn't like the people I was around. And um, but I had already now I told you this part, but what I didn't tell you before previously was that I had known for months and months that this is not where um, I should be long term. I knew it in consulting with these people. I knew I shouldn't, I, I knew that um, they served a purpose, but I knew <clears throat> that I was going to have to, to go sooner or later. But I was also attached to this story of building what I was building for them. And because I was such a loyalist, and I still really am a loyalist in so many ways, it took the fact that the next day after that flight, I, it was all removed from me and that's God trying to get me to the next scene and we need these things to happen for the setup for the next scene for the movement that sometimes we're not willing to take on our own right and <clears throat> I find that the key is to find this that's why detaching from the story so you can zoom out when you need to and zoom in when you need to because if you can detach from the story that's happening and always just be present and always feeling into, okay, what do I need to do next? And how do I best view what's happening to me in real time? You'll realize it's more of like you being in co-creation of your life versus like the byproduct of like a series of events happening that you can't figure out why. So he continues and he says, the outcome is not the outcome. Here you go right there. The outcome is not the outcome. The darkness is not an endpoint, nor is the daylight. They live in a continually unfolding, mutually dependent cycle. Neither is bad or good. They simply exist. This practice of never assuming an experience you have is the whole story will support you in a life of open possibility and equanimity. When we obsessively focus on these events, they may appear catastrophic, but they're just a small aspect of a larger life. And the further you zoom back, the smaller each experience becomes. Have you ever looked back at... Um, events that you had to get through uh it depends on you know how old you are as the listener but have you ever i mean whether you're you're a, a 19 year old and you can think back to like 14 you thought you would never get through something or you're in your 20s and you thought about when you were a teenager or for any of you in your 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s whatever and you thought when you were much younger something you know you just you couldn't you you really just think there's no way you're ever going to get through that and then you look at it years later and you're like that really wasn't that bad you know um, and as the expression goes, um, things don't get easier. You just get better. And it's true. It's like everything in life is just continuous reps, like in working out, you just know how to handle things more and more and more. But, um, I love, you know, when he says this practice of never assuming an experience you have is the whole story will support you in a life of open possibility and equanimity. It's not the whole story. And 
your story needs to provide you with experiences to constantly make change happen. A lot of people fear change and I totally get it, but can you, can you learn to have a relationship with change so you can achieve these scenes in your life, the whole story that are trying to make the next chapter happen. And if you can really learn this kind of, when I say detachment, I don't mean detachment from reality. I mean, just like detachment from like constantly making that that's your whole story and that's just the way it is and that's the way it's always gonna be. And it's not. If you can get very present, which is what helps get rid of the detachment or makes the detachment, if you can get very present and say, okay, we just experienced this scene of my whole story of my movie. I'm assuming a change needs to happen. I'm assuming something next is trying to come in. That'll help you get excited. Even if you're still grieving in a moment, it'll still help, but it will get you excited knowing like, oh, wow, that next scene must be incredible. And I think that's, I now I think I know that that's what's helped me throughout my entrepreneurial journey, my personal life. Um, you know, the buildup is something and you can see it, you can feel it more and more and more as each month and year goes by. You're like, oh, I see it. I can feel it. And, but I, but I live without the expectation of what it has to look like. I can just feel the energy growing and it's a great feeling if you can be open, right? Like as he's, as he talked about and he says, zoom in and obsess, zoom out and observe. We get to choose some uh, chapters of your story. Some scenes require you to zoom in and do a deeper work within creating in this next scene or this next stage. I just spent a year and a half doing that. Mark my words. It'll, it'll make more sense next year. Um, but I spent, uh, I, I zoomed in to obsess over the details of the things that I wanted to build moving forward. Um, but at the same time, there are moments where you have to zoom out and observe, okay, how am I doing? How's this feeling? Does this feel right? You know, or in, in other cases, it could just be maybe something just happened and you're like, like, and I talked about this in a video I put up online the other day, which is if you keep seeing the same outcomes over and over again, but you want a different outcome, you need to zoom out. You need to take a step back and be like, I do want to see a different outcome. What are some of the underlying variables that are, uh, are consistent with how I keep seeing these outcomes? And I said in that video uh, and in the caption, it may not be your fault. It may be your fault. And that's not really the point because the point is, is you're still the main character in your story and you have to figure out what variables are contributing to the same outcomes. Do you want to make a different outcome? Okay. Observe the variables by zooming out to look at them. And then what would you do differently? And that's our life. That's, that's being the, uh, the writer of your story, right? So then uh, Rick Rubin says, when we reach an impasse, say, we may experience feelings of hopelessness, the ability to stay out of the story, zoom back and see new pathways into and around a challenge will be of boundless use. Zooming out is seeing the bigger picture, seeing a different path, seeing, it's like saying like, okay, this path keeps leading to these outcomes. I don't like those outcomes. I know I'm meant for more, but I'm not really sure, right? We already talked about that in another episode. Okay, what might be a different path? Why does that path keep, call- that, that's called me before? 
have I not taken that path? Why haven't I taken that path? Like it allows you to just observe and make a different choice. And then he says, if we allow this principle to work on us as we work on it, our imagination frees us from the web of personal and cultural stories engulfing us. It's a big one. Personal and cultural stories. Now, <clears throat> let me finish actually what he has to say and then I'll go back to that part. He says, art has the power to snap us out of our transfiction, open our minds to what's possible and reconnect with the eternal energy that moves through all things. God. <laughs> he didn't say God, but like with the eternal energy, with our soul, with God, with you know, these boundless opportunities, um, you know, where he says our imagination frees us from the web of personal and cultural stories engulfing us because uh, a lot of times either our mind can be very tough on us, uh, you know, we can be tough on ourselves, or if we are fixated on what's happening in the external world, in the collective, especially depending on um, what we're around, uh, <laughs> that can really start to mess with you. Um, and engulf you and create a false perception of reality or create a different reality that is very real, but in other people are living, which we're seeing in the macro of, of the world in a lot of ways, um, you know, because of it, of giving it energy and attention and focus. But if you can remove yourself of that, um, you can snap out of that and you can, um, you can move, you can move the energy elsewhere and reconnect is what he was saying. And I really just, I love this, this whole paragraph. Um, you know, the plot twist, while normally can feel very anticlimactic, right? In a, in a movie, I think it's very climatic because it's leading up to maybe your greatest scene yet. And we need contrast, meaning like contrast allows you to experience. So if you feel something and you don't like it and it's bad, yeah, but I remember I had that episode a few episodes ago that um, there's a message in there, right? And so the message is actually like, oh, no, 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 you need to go the opposite way. Oh, no, no, no you need to go towards this instead of away from it. No, 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 no. Like this thing that you're experiencing, um, it's also, you know, that there's resistance. Like, no, it's telling you like why you need to make a move. So contrast is a beautiful thing, not to get stuck in that energy, but as again, a, a purvey, like a, as a, as a messenger for you. Right. So when there's a plot twist, be thankful when you lose that job, ask yourself this, <clears throat> Did you really like that job or were you just kind of settling? And if you really did like the job, is there potentially a greater opportunity somewhere else? Right. Um, and listen, don't immediately go, you know, I mean, all of you seem like you'd probably be very positive, but don't go for the negative. Like, oh, no, you don't understand. This was like the greatest job. This is the greatest this. Yeah. But maybe you're meant to be the head of your own thing. Maybe you're meant like maybe. Um, the energy of you becoming the head of some other, somebody, other person's company needs to come through whatever it might be, or like a senior level position, or you just don't know, you just don't know. And yet if you can detach from the experience that's happening in that moment and allow yourself to be like, how good does it really get? And I'm here to tell you, it gets really good, really, really good. If you can hang on and I think you should, it gets really good. So, you know, same with 
<clears throat> maybe you experienced the loss of a loved one. You know, um, my father passed in 2019. Um, it was a very spiritual experience for me. And, uh, you know, I spent a good amount of time celebrating his life for a year and praying on him every morning and, and trying to connect with him every day. Um, but, you know, and I thought he was going to be there for a lot of the things I really wanted to do. And he is. That's just it. He is. He never really left. But, you know, um, even though he's not here physically. But since that moment, so many amazing things happening. And I think I might've mentioned this in a podcast before, but like, I actually feel like he's working with me in a lot of these things. I feel like he's able to help me in ways that he couldn't do in the physical world, you know? Um, and there were certain things that <clears throat> I was always very good. So he was very much also like a mentor to me and a, and a best friend, not just a father. And I leaned on him for a lot of things. I took the role um, because after he left, it's just my mother and my sister. And so, you know, as, uh, basically the, 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 this, the, the masculine, the, the, the man, you know, um, I, I started going deeper into how I make decisions based on me feeling and actually learning from very strong women about using that intuition areas where my father couldn't help me when he was here physically. He, he couldn't. Um, and even ways that I started wanting to make decisions differently than the way my father would when I would go to him for advice. And so I started, and while, and while I loved and appreciated a lot of his advice, um, there's a lot of things I actually do differently than him. And the cool thing is I can actually feel his energy like, yeah, it's actually, uh, I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. So um, I learned to trust myself even more once he was gone. And really um, find different, you know, and I still have a mentor, you know, another mentor, but still it's like constantly the plot twist was I never expected my father to, to die at a younger age. Um, but, um, you know, each of the next few scenes have been quite good and I still feel him here. So the point being is that be careful getting stuck or stagnant from a particular scene that's happening it may just be time to change scenes i appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode when there's a plot twist remember there's the next scene where it just may come all come together and most likely it usually all comes together especially even, even if it's just a, a a smaller portion of the bigger story believe me the details come in you got to be able to look back and connect all the details Believe me, they're always connecting, whether you are conscious about it or not. So I say take the time to do so. Thank you for tuning in to every single episode. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Truly, we are definitely growing in size in the community. Uh, I appreciate that so much. Um, please leave a rating uh, or five-star rating and a written review on Apple. Guys, it means so much to me. I keep telling you guys this. I will always keep telling you this. Thank you so much, as well as a five-star review on Spotify. And uh, just, you know, continue to have a beautiful week. We've got almost a new year coming. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. 
Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.